Hello, everyone, and welcome to Thriving Through Adaptive Leadership, a podcast created to help you address complex challenges in your community or organization by growing and thriving as an adaptive leader. My name is Brandi Walker, and I'm faculty at the J.W. Fanning Institute for Leadership Development, a unit of public service and outreach at the University of Georgia. I'll be your host as we explore various aspects of adaptive leadership through our podcast. For this episode, entitled Stakeholder Engagement for Adaptive Leaders, we will explore how powerful stakeholder engagement can be in addressing adaptive leadership challenges and how defining who those stakeholders are is a critical first step. I am very pleased to have a conversation today with Mayra Shaw, who is a colleague of mine from the Carl Vinson Institute of Government here at UGA, and she's going to be sharing her insights with us. Welcome, Mayra. Thank you for coming to the podcast today. Thank you, Brandy. It's my pleasure to be here with you today. So Mary, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Certainly. So I came to the Institute of Government a little more than seven and a half years ago after retiring from 27 and a half years of local government service here in Georgia. Since I've been at the Institute of Government, I have been in the training division working with various leadership development programs that we provide to more than 5,000 local and state government officials on an annual basis. So Mayra, tell us why stakeholder engagement plays such a critical role in adaptive leadership. The biggest issue with addressing adaptive challenges starts with something that you have shared with listeners earlier, and that is properly identifying what the adaptive challenge or problem is. But many times we make assumptions about that and don't get collective thought and input from potential stakeholders. And so consequently, this whole notion of a stakeholder engagement as it applies to addressing adaptive challenges is so critical because it allows you to step back, map out, depending on the issue or the challenge, who all should be at the table with you. Awesome. So you're going to tell us a little bit about the stakeholder mapping process today. That's correct. But an important part of that then is to look around you and to see who are the different stakeholders that need to be a part of the process in addressing that adaptive challenge. What stakeholder mapping allows you to do is to focus in on the adaptive challenge to be addressed. And then you start looking at the different groups, again, that need to be represented and at the table to work with the adaptive leader or the leader within the organization to address the issue at hand. So we know that stakeholder engagement is critical in addressing adaptive challenges. Tell us a little bit more about what adaptive leaders need to consider with stakeholders. It's almost as simple as saying you're moving from I to them to us. And that is you get a broader lens, you determine who all these partners should be And by this mapping process, you now have all of these other different views and attitudes about the challenge or the issue by engaging these stakeholders that will lead to greater success in the work that you're doing. I love that, the I to them to us. So a leader that thinks I'm the only one solving the problem is just looking at I, then we get up on the balcony and we see all of the them, and then we realize the them are part of the us, that we're in it too. So being able to see those people on the edges and bring them in. So how do we see them? How do we get to a place where we see who the right people are to bring into this challenge? 
Well, see, and that's extremely important. And Brandy, it does go back to at some point or in some way stepping up on the balcony and going through that visual process of saying, okay, what organizations are in this community? Who are the people in this community that have knowledge and resources and assets that can come to the table and help us address this adaptive challenge? And when you go through that process where you step back and think about it and take the time to do it, that helps you to fully see, oh, this group is here, or this organization is here, or this agency is here especially when you think about it in terms of the resources and the assets they can bring, not only the people part of it, but the resource part of it. And it all comes together cumulatively as you're all working together to address the adaptive challenge. We make so many assumptions when we're in the moment and our lens gets drawn in way too tight that we don't correctly map out all of the stakeholders. We get very narrow in focus in that as an organization or a leader, we feel we're the only person to solve it. And by pulling that lens in too tightly, we miss those opportunities to bring in key stakeholders. So can you share an example to help us see this in action? Absolutely. I have a recent example that was just so eye-opening for the people in the room. And it was a recent strategic navigation with a large of local government here in Georgia that has elected a new mayor for the first time in almost two decades. And he has pulled together a large community transition team to help look at some strategic priorities as he moves into office. In this navigation process, where all of these transition team members, these community leaders came in thinking that this local government organization was the one to solve all of these issues in these priority areas that they were looking at. It was public safety, diversity, equity, and inclusion, tourism and education, economic development. Once they went through this stakeholder mapping process, Brandy, it was powerful because not only did the new elected officials see, but all of these community leaders saw, wow, it is not just the local government's problem it is all of us together. And in some cases, the local government is not necessarily the lead in solving the adaptive challenge, but they're the convener. They're the one that has the community credibility to bring those people to the table to try to address the adaptive challenge. That was one of the most revealing things that happened in these two days where they finally saw, again, moving from I to them to us, it wasn't just one organization's issue to solve within these priority areas. And going through that mapping process saw all of these groups in the community. So nice. So I love what you said about the convener. Oftentimes we've talked about how technical challenge, a technical problem looking to the authorities for the answer. But in the case of adaptive leadership, the leader has to recognize I have more power in pulling the right people together than in being the one with all the answers. That's true, Brandy, because again, in adaptive leadership, you know, we talk about formal and informal authority. That balance of formal and informal authority that creates that credibility where again, they're not necessarily the lead in solving the adaptive challenge, 
they have that formal authority to be the convener, to bring the people to the, the table, bring the groups to the table to help address the challenge. And that goes back to that notion of putting the problem with the people who have the problem, letting the people with the problem address the challenge. And that works towards the buy-in and just that sense of inclusion that we're all in this together and that we don't have to look to one person for the answer. That's correct. And that sense of inclusion, Brandy, is so powerful because then that brings out where your stakeholders, those that you've engaged in the process, that they feel like they've been heard, they now become advocates for the problem solving that now has to come. So good, so good. So if you are speaking to an adaptive leader or someone who's aspiring to thrive in adaptive leadership, what advice would you give them about considering their stakeholders if you were to sum it up? I would have to say, always cast the wide net, Brandy. Make sure that you have identified all the people, all the organizations that need to be at the table. And even as you work through this, and you go through the process of, of addressing an adaptive challenge, you may think of other groups, other stakeholders that need to be at the table. And as a leader, you have to be willing to say, oh, we missed thinking about you on the front end, but as we work through this adaptive challenge, we realize you need to be at the table with us. Please come join this effort. Again, always be open and flexible. It may not always be the way it looks at the beginning of the process, be open to bring others in as you work through addressing an adaptive challenge and be willing to bring those additional stakeholders in if needed. Nice. So engaging stakeholders requires that you first map out who they are, right? Correct. First and foremost, map out who they are. And as that leader in that situation, you then start doing that scan, that mapping process to ask yourself, who are the different stakeholders? Who are the different organizations that I need as partners at the table with me as the adaptive leader and looking at and addressing this challenge? And what that does is that becomes your list of this comprehensive view of the community or the environment around you to make sure that you do have the best minds and opinions at the table with you to help resolve the adaptive challenge. And in doing so, inviting stakeholders into the process and engaging them in the problem helps them become part of addressing that adaptive challenge, right? That is correct. Absolutely correct. And then ultimately your end goal, which I think is such a powerful word you used, is that they become advocates. Yes, they become your true partners they feel they have ownership in addressing the adaptive challenge. And so now you have this beautiful group of stakeholders that are your advocates as you work to address the adaptive challenge. Mayra, thank you so much for sharing your experience in stakeholder engagement. As we said in our last episode, trust and relationship building are often at the heart of adaptive leadership, and we can begin to build that trust and grow relationships through stakeholder engagement. And to all of you listening, we invite you to join us in our next episode as we address conflict for adaptive leaders. On behalf of the JW Fanning Institute for Leadership Development, thank you for listening to our Thriving Through Adaptive Leadership podcast. We hope this podcast will help you build your capacity to address complex challenges in your community or organization by growing and thriving as an adaptive leader. 